Hey, what's up? This is Aja. What's going on? This is Lamar. And we are back with another episode. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about all about weed. <laughs> so, I say that with confidence because I feel like weed, marijuana, ganja, pot, whatever you want to call it, is just something that, a stigma that needs to be changed for the better. I feel like over years people have like made it seem like it's this you know the most most horrible thing devil's lettuce is gonna rot your brain all this other stuff so we're just here to clear up the controversy surrounding we a little bit so I'm gonna give a little history on the background because a little bit because a lot of people honestly don't know the origins of where we come from or came from I'm sorry but before I dive into the history a little bit, did you want to give any just quick thoughts? <clears throat> oh, yeah, for sure. So everybody know weed is, you know, always been seen, like you said, as a bad drug. I come from a different aspect on it real quick before you dive into the history. Just like, because it's going to tie into that, but it's also it's very, a very controlled drug, too. And uh, we'll get a little more into that. So I do feel like the stigma around weed being that it was the main only drug that you really seen a lot of ads for outside of like back in the 80s with cocaine like they yeah, try I was to get, get into yeah that. so that's where we go ahead with that but that's why i said pretty much yeah that's why i'm gonna come from with it i just feel like we've been controlled controlled drug for a long time so it's always been looked at as bad probably through all time so that's why i came yeah. out and said it like that because i'm like you know, even the stigma of the word weed. Oh my God! Like it's supposed to be so bad, yeah, but, but it's, it's like it's almost like a cuss word. I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, cause people like when they be like, "Oh, you you smoke weed, huh?" And or the reefer, the word I used to always hear, or pot. You know, yeah. So I know you're trying to get into the issue, so I'm not gonna talk too much. But we okay. get into that. So, <laughs> so um, just gonna give you guys a little history on it. So, um. Weed actually started around, um, well, the origins of weed actually started, it's to said around 500 BC in Central Asia. Um, it has a long ancient cu- um, culture, you know, of being, you know, kind of like a herbal medicine, which is what, you know, is used as today. Um, it evolved in Central Asia before people introduced it into Africa, Europe, and um, America. I'm getting this straight off of history.com as well. So this is just information we read over. Um, It was also made to use different things like clothing, paper, salts, rope. So it's not just something that you can smoke. People don't don't think about that, but this is an actual plant. So it's multiple uses for it. Um, And it widely grew throughout the um, Spanish and American culture in Southwest in the early 1600s, including Virginia, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. So a lot of people didn't know that either. I actually didn't know. But um, basically, the part and the weed that gets you high, THC, they say has mind-altering effects. So we're going to get into that part. And um, basically, in the 1830s, there was someone named Sir William Brooke o- O'Shaughnessy. I, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that, pronouncing that right, but he was an Irish doctor 
studying in India that found cannabis extracts can help lessen pains like stomach pain, vomiting, and you know different sufferings that people have. And in the late 1800s, um, cannabis was sold at pharmacies and doctors' offices throughout Europe, United States, and other places to treat you know problems like stomach pain, pains, ulcers, ailments. Um, so this is where we get into like the good part. When they were studying it, scientists discovered that the THC was the main source of you know the actual plant. So like I said, I named all these other uses, but it's known for weed because of just the THC. Um, so they studied and said that the compound responsible for the mind altering effects, THC also interacts with other parts of the brain, able to, you know, lessen nausea, promote hunger, um, different things like that. So the Food and Drug Administration approved two THC drugs prescribed in a pill form and um, I guess like a, I guess you would call like a drop form, something like that. And it treated nausea caused by, you know, cancer chemotherapy, loss of appetite, and even AIDS patients. They never mentioned that part. Then recreational part gets into ancient Greek history um, described and like there were groups of large Central Asian nomads inhaled the smoke from smoldering cannabis seeds and flowers to get high. So that's interesting too, because I didn't know that that was something that Greek did. But there's a lot of hidden history yeah, behind this. Pictures, see how they was posing them pictures. <laughs> We're gonna get them to that. High, boy. High. <laughs> but it was widely used throughout Middle East and parts of Asia about. 800 AD and the rise of popularity in the United States came in the early 1900s. Immigrants from Mexico, United States, um, in the years of the Mexican Revolution introduced the recreational practice of smoking marijuana in American culture. So that's a little, that's actually where the word marijuana comes from. I'm going to get to that later. Mm-hmm. But um, basically during the massive unemployment during the Great Depression, um, Mexican immigrants and oh they have basically they're trying to say that it was resentment um, and it was considered to be evil weed so basically during the Great Depression they used it as something to like cope and they, that's where all the bad terms came from fast forward to 1937 um, they put the first law US federal law to criminalized marijuana nationwide <laughs> so the acts impose a tax on the sale possession transfer of all hemp products effectively criminalizing um basically the plant in general there was 50 year old farmer samuel Catwell. he was actually the first person to be prosecuted under the act and was arrested for selling marijuana on october 2nd 1937 just one day after they passed the law so, of course, fast forward, as a part of the war on drugs and the Controlled Substances Act in 1970 that President Richard Nixon signed, um, he basically put into effect that marijuana was listed as a class one drug, which some people may or may not be familiar with, but marijuana weed is actually, in the government's eyes, the same thing as heroin, LSD, and ecstasy. 
when I say the same thing, <coughs> meaning Excuse same me. class, they classify. So if you were to get pulled over with weed or you were to get pulled over with heroin, same, same. thing in the government's eyes. And then this comes to our generation. It was identified as the anti um, there were people that put together anti-drug programs like D.A.R.E., Drug Abuse Resistance Education. A lot of 90s kids may be familiar with that. And in 1972, um, there was a report basically saying that there's a signal of misunderstanding. And they basically put out all this stuff about weed in general. But that's a little history. Um, just wanted to go into what are your your thoughts on all that stuff? I know it was a lot of information. Well, I feel like that leads right back into what we were talking about before with it being a controlled drug. That literally that historic chart that you Was there just anything read, that you were surprised by that I went I over? mean more so just how far back it went. Not surprised at how it was handled because if it was used for medical purposes in one aspect, though, you said a foreign country was using it for medical aspects. Mm-hmm. So that's why I believe that for dis- things like cancer, yeah. AIDS, but the distribution pains. of weed was made illegal here because when we got it over here, so we probably got it from a foreign place. It came over here. People start. I think government had it first. That original zone. Yeah. So I think <laughs> they. I think they grew it first. Put it in, like they said, dispersed it somehow, you know, whatever. And I think that's how it became a controlled drug where they can charge you for it and legally distribute it, di- distribute it, excuse me, their self if they want to. Which never seemed right to me. You sit here, <clears throat> people doing, excuse me, 25 years, 15 years, we have some weed on them. The first man yeah. that got arrested was a farmer. Yeah. And he, before the law was into effect, he, I'm pretty sure he could distribute it to, you know, whoever, with, whoever needed it. Yeah. Because it was, that's what they probably wanted to be controlled. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I do feel like it's a lot to do with the stigma being to keep people off of it. You know, they haven't had any medical proof showing that it's ever killed anyone. They just say that it's bad. It's like they're telling you don't do it. And they just make it look like those commercials and ads. You know, like, yeah. I know that I <laughs> think about it. The brain on drugs. It. Like, they used to do that. <laughs> now that I think about it, I know a lot of schools in this area that we live in used to show the D.A.R.E. videos. Yeah. But do yeah. you remember the, the D.A.R.E. video with, like, Puff Puff the Magic Dragon? Oh, yeah. And they were yeah. trying to make, I don't know, I think it was, like, the combination of cigarettes and weed. But yeah. they try to make it seem like it was the most horrible thing ever. Mm-hmm. Like, if you touched it, you would die. Like, it was fentanyl or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, those, I'm not going to get into that right now, but those are the drugs they should be putting out awareness yeah, about. Not weed and cigarettes. Yeah, you should not have to go through that much trouble for weed. But it seems like with fentanyl, you can get prescribed that if you in pain, but they won't just give you weed. They want to give you something that can medically, like, kill you by touch. They but that's legal. My <laughs> sister like, okay. is a nurse, and she told me, basically, she thinks it should be taken off the market. We're not going to get into all that. Yeah. But they give it to you in patches. So you would rather um, prescribe somebody a fentanyl patch than prescribe them a medical card. Yeah, but they could. That's what I'm saying. Like, we medical, 
medical marijuana is a different thing too because people don't realize it the people that smoke it for fun you may not see the the full importance of it but those people that really need it it does help with a lot of issues mainly for like kids remember like that doc documentary we had watched and it was showing like kids with that like either Parkinson's and stuff and it was epilepsy helping, like, yeah epilepsy happened episodes it was literally helping these kids by getting <clears throat> the THC dosage so I'm like man that's like literally the main thing that gets you how a week on it right and so, a lot of the parents did say on the film like that was the last thing that they would have ever you know thought but some of these families literally tried everything that they could and that was the only thing that literally saved their child so you're telling me that a doctor won't prescribe something to somebody that is a last resort for saving an innocent child like I hate to say it like that, but it's like, come on, man. Like, you would rather let the child be in the hospital sick all the time and just give them a little bit. It's not like we're, they're handing a kid a blunt saying, yeah. here, let's smoke it. Like, this is an actual plant. Same thing when it comes to any other plant. There are lots of plants that you can do different things with. Yeah. It's just for some reason this one being what it can do. And having so much value that's hidden and known. <clears throat> of course, I used to always speak it like this: like casual smokers may feel like, you know, it's good for social events, and that's how I feel like I am, to be honest. So that's one thing on me. I'm feeling more casual, like smoker. So I'll smoke whenever, or even when I'm like, you know, trying to play the game or whatever, too. But I just feel like the people that really need it and they can probably tell a better story about it too like it does help with a lot of things and getting into this now i guess like mental stability definitely yeah like, that was the next thing yeah. i was definitely going to touch so, on because yeah. i'm a big advocate for mental health like everybody has suffered with issues if you don't think that somebody did that you know nine times out of ten they did and they just didn't tell you mental health is definitely something that is like looked at as a big stigma too like it's like a lot of controversy around it with like anxiety depression bipolarism all these different things like people think if you're you know a mental health patient you're crazy but if you think about it mental health your brain is no different than any other part of your body so you can't you know put someone in a category of being crazy because they have that it's literally something in your brain that's not adding up correctly just like you might have a heart a heart issue or a stomach issue or a lung issue it's literally part of your you know body so that's my big thing i actually am in school for psychology and my plan when i get out of school is to combine you know studies of mental health and stuff <coughs> along with uses of medicinal marijuana because i feel like that's kind of like a stigma that people like to you know not talk about either but weed helps with a lot of things like there's a lot of different forms even if you're not a smoker you don't have to smoke there's edibles there's you know tensures that you can put on your tongue yeah different things like Sweet. that like it's not all just smoking it's just the plant in general that i feel like people need to study more up about because you can't like 
I'm gonna tell you, I come from a family that is like totally against stuff like that. Like, I don't even, I don't do it around my family. I don't really talk about it, things like that. Because growing up, I was always taught that it was bad, but I was never taught the reasoning behind it. Did you have a similar experience growing up, or do you think it was like a little different for you? No, for me, I kind of. First, my parents didn't do it, and then when I was coming up, I had friends, of course, that did it, and then I just started a little younger, you know. But it was, yeah, and, you know, for me, the experience was like, whoa, this is crazy, I feel high. <laughs> so I wasn't really understanding, but now that I'm older and I smoke for different purposes, it's like, okay, I understand it better, and I don't mind talking about it, and that's why now. I honestly, for me, I've gotten comfortable. My mom, she know I smoke, and it's just like I don't respect things. She, she know I smoke. So, <laughs> good to say it's it's been around me, but for a yeah. minute. So, <laughs> but yeah, like touching back on the mental health thing, like I want to touch back on the thing you said about people that smoke for certain reasons. A lot of people that you consider to be a pothead, honestly, probably have mental health issues that they do on a regular basis and they just might not want to come out and discuss it but nine times out of ten if you see all these people smoking all the time even celebrities like I, it's celebrities like Jeanette Aiko she smokes because she dealt with the loss of her brother and other different things she actually got addicted to different drugs like shrooms and different things like that because she was trying to connect with her brother at a higher level but it got to the point that she had to basically go on a spiritual journey to like reconnect herself with life but she used weed to help her stay away from shrooms and other things like that so and like people like Wiz Khalifa he said he dealt with a lot growing up and stuff like you never there's always a backstory about why people are a stoner or pothead, quote unquote. Yeah, but low key, I think Wiz said he had a medical reason, medical reason why he was smoking weed too. Though. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> so it's like there. people look at people just being, oh, they're a stoner, they're a pothead, like. But I really hope, and I that word, well, me personally, for my journey and what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to like take that word and make it into something better. Because it's like, come on, man. Like, people talk about drinking. Oh, I'm a drunk. People drink about, people drink all the time. Like, joke about drinking every day. But if you really think about it, alcohol is way harder on the body than marijuana is. Yeah. I mean, people that, I feel like, drink wine and stuff would, you know, that's You can cool, even be a drunk with wine. Yeah, but yeah, hard liquor is bad. Wine is not really bad for you. But I say, like, there's definitely, and that's a, the part of this discussion that I want to say too, like the whole thing with DUIs and so how how alcohol has caused so much people pain and loss and trauma from all that. You know, I've never heard on an occasion somebody get so messed up off of some, you know, marijuana that you know something like that happens. Not being funny, unless it's just laced saying, or something nah, like that. They be doing like that, that laced or whatever. Like you said that new stuff or whatever they're talking about, that flock or whatever they used to call it. But yeah, people people be off either that or something else. But 
<clears throat> it's just a lot. So I feel like people got to start, you know, understanding that just because it's ingrained in you and instilled in you to not do that or think of it as bad, you still got to make your own decision about it. And it is kind of important because it's still something that people don't see is so regulated. Like I said, just a general aspect, you look at something simple again, people are doing time for this thing, this plant, the same plant that the government tells their, their self that they're allowed to sell legally. <laughs> like, you can tell me I can't do it, but, but crazy, you can do yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> and the Oh, excuse me, guys. The crazy part is, um, I don't know. I don't know if you remember this part on the thing that we were watching, but it said some president used to use it because he had what was it? The thing with the eye, that was wrong with his eyes. Glaucoma. Yeah, he had glaucoma. One of the presidents, and he used to use it, but it was still looked at as a class one drug then. But because he was the president. Okay. He had a okay. It was okay for him to do it. King locked the president up for that. <laughs> Look, that, but that's that is crazy. And then even going back to like the whole crack in the eighties type thing, like you were talking about, like weed was very popular around that t- time frame too. However, not trying to get into a you know race situation, there were a lot of black people that were locked up for weed. But that was also the time of the hippie generation. Mm-hmm. So hippies smoked it, and it was like, oh, they were free spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, they're one with life. Mm-hmm. But black people did it, and it was looked at as like they were bad. That is true. And that is in the same era, which is crazy. I don't, I do feel like I didn't think about it that way, but that is true. And I, now maybe. Yeah, that that is a race. It is <laughs> like even, even down to the yeah. part of like people saying yeah. saying like dreadheads and stuff like yeah, that. But... Like dreadheads and Rastafarians are always looked at as bad too because they have those bad dreadlocks in their hair and they smoke all the ganja. Like mm-hmm. Bob Marley and Ziggy Marley and the whole family don't sing about anything except for peace and love. <laughs> for real. <laughs> Like, that was one of the things that Bob Marley, as a person, like, really advocated for. And a lot of times, like, bad things did happen at his shows and stuff back then. Mm -hmm. I heard because, like, he was such a, like, peaceful person. Like, he peached love and peace, and a lot of people hated that, too. I'm not gonna lie, like, Jamaicans, they be having some old-ass Jamaicans that be, like, in their hundreds. And I'm like... Mm -hmm. They probably don't smoke weed their whole life. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I feel like culturally, like looking at people like that, they did try to turn his image to like make it. And of course, being that he was stigma as the advocate, he's been like the advocate for weed forever. Like for real, you think about it, like. Like for even my love, yeah. For my for minorities, I'm gonna say it's Bob Marley. Yeah. Then other you know current people, but then for like every other race, it was like they didn't really have anybody that look up like they didn't go look up to. You know what I'm saying? For real, they go to Bob Marley. But he didn't see color. Yeah, that's another thing. He definitely didn't. Like I said, like there are white people, Asian people, Indian people, black people that listen to you know Bob Marley's music because it was all about love and peace, but. The whole thing about weed made it look like, oh, he's still bad because he's talking all this shit 
because he's high. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but I feel like now, so since we're talking less, like a little bit more current too, I feel like now, um, like how you said, you want to advocate for that and make sure people get awareness. And like I said, that that can go so many ways and so many routes. I do feel like it needs it, it needs to be more of that type of movements out here for it because I'm not like I said, I'm not gonna lie, like people never see whatever a doctor tell them is you know of course they can give you like what's going on with you but they're gonna prescribe you something that's not really good for you and then you you would trust chemically engineered drugs then and a plant that can do similar effects for the same thing you're taking like i do want to touch on that too because i have a i had an experience with that recently like one of the um medicines that i take for my migraines I've been taking it for about two, three years now, and it recently stopped working. And I went to the doctor, and she's like, oh, we're going to stop you on this and put you on something else. She's a wonderful doctor. Like, I love my neurologist. However, I'm just sitting here in my mind thinking, like, am I going to have to end up changing medications every two to three years because my body just starts rejecting it and it doesn't work anymore? Or would I rather go the more natural medicinal route and just smoke like you know what I mean like because I I suffer from a lot of issues that people smoke weed for so it's like I do I would I rather be on medication for my insomnia migraines this that or just smoke a little something or eat a little edible before I go to sleep to make myself feel better like that's you know the stigma that I want to like take away because it's like you can have a glass of wine before you go to sleep and that's not that big of a deal but you smoking a blunt is an issue I mean yeah I say like you know how legally they got the CBD and then that Delta 8 crap yeah now let's I'm gonna speak on that real quick to tie what you just said so they they think the legal amount should be 0.03% or 0.0. Like, it's a lesser amount of it in those, like, pans that got the Delta, even in the actual flour they sell that's Delta. So I'm like, you guys can legally distribute chemically engineered weed that y'all making y'all sell. Technically, it's supposed to be weed stuff, but they just give it a different, like, title. So, but I'm just like, it's tying into this because it's like now. And CBD products too. CBD products in general. So, it's what's the difference now? I've, like I said, for real. Me personally, CBD doesn't really do anything it, for me. It's, a, it's just a relaxing, pretty much. So, when I people start talking about, oh, they put CBD in this weed, I'm like, that's weird. I'll I say that, depending <laughs> on the form, because I've heard like the form, like the oil forms and stuff like that, yeah. are more potent. Yeah, yeah for different things um but it's just like a government regulated thing it always will be because with the state of um state we live in virginia oh you can you can carry up to an ounce on you but you can still get pulled over and get a ticket you can grow a plant in your house (laughs) and you can smoke it but you can't sell it because you go to jail so they give you, me. You pop up one dispensary. I'm not sure y'all might not be familiar with prices, but depending on the, the amount of weed you get, 
usually for the smallest amount starts depending on like street value i say from 25 to like 50 dollars depending on the strand the dispensary is charging 65 for the smallest amount that you can get like how does that make any sense like you think people are gonna actually come to the dispensary they're just gonna keep on getting it off the street like we've been doing for years i think that's the way it's planned to be though guys but that that's that shit literally does not trap. make sense it's like a like trap. <laughs> i can't i'm allowed to carry it on me but if the police officer feels like stopping me and giving me a ticket for it i can still get a ticket for it that literally makes no sense because you can ride around with the with the open bottle in your trunk as long as it's in your trunk. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. So you can ride around with an open bottle of alcohol in your trunk and not get pulled over, but you might get pulled over for some weed that you're not even smoking, just sitting in the car, <laughs> and you could still get locked up for that shit. And you gonna do that time if <laughs> they book you. <laughs> Like, the laws are just so <laughs> fucked up, and I usually don't cuss, but it's this issue is, like, something that really just... It never made sense to me. Grinds my gears. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I said, I, like I said, just knowing how people get treated when they get arrested for this, and doing, like I said, doing that type of time, I get it. Like, just a celebrity example, uh, he, he had more going on, but... The guy Casanova, remember? He, yeah. Yes, he got booked for the weed he had. So I'm like, man, he got booked for some shit that, you know, that they's literally selling through the government still. And and then his other charges, no excuse for that. That's not what this is about. It's just the fact that he got booked for something like that. Or, you um, know. didn't... That, that's that's what DJ Esco got in trouble for, actually. Oh, when he was in uh, when the, he was in Dubai. Dubai. Yeah, yeah. See, that's another one. That, come on. Man. That's where if you're a Future fan, that's where the whole Fifty Six Night mixtape came from because yeah. his um, Future's DJ DJ Esco was actually stuck in Dubai for Fifty Six Nights because of weed. So it made a fire ass mixtape out of it, but it's like this man spent this many days, basically a month and a half in a foreign prison because of weed like there's so many stories if you just look it up and it's like we could honestly go on and on and on about it because this is a broad topic we honestly might do maybe a part two with the guests or something yeah just to dive a little bit more into it but it's just kind of (laughs) like the whole stigma behind it it being looked at as bad. They are literally, I'm just gonna come out and say, rapists, murderers walking on the, the streets free, but you got people in jail serving 25 to life for something you can grow <laughs> in the ground. It's like the, not like they're cooking it up in the kitchen or something, or manufacturing it, you know, in a factory this is literally a plant that you have people spending the rest of their life in prison for it yeah it doesn't make sense (laughs) but the government is finding ways to give out clean needles and stuff to people like this literally just it doesn't make any sense to me it's very ass backwards yeah like i don't think like really i don't think the change, like I said, the change that people want with this 
I don't feel like it's going to be like done until there's no other way around it just like people are actually waking up and realizing like what's being done like what's being regulated you can push pills all day they love to make sure you go to big pharmaceutical I ain't gonna get too deep into that but they love to see you go to big pharma as soon as you do that they know they got you cause you gonna keep on needing it and that's gonna keep you know but that stuff has actually people can overdose on that stuff people are having it's a lot it's a lot like it's crazy this stuff is dangerous. Like these chemicals, people trust them. Think about somebody more. that has a heart condition. Bro. They might have something wrong with their feet. Yeah. They might have something wrong with their muscles. Yeah. So you got them on three different medications for one thing, something that they could one day, you know, be feeling depressed about and overdose about it. Like if you, if you depressed and you want to smoke some weed, the the least you're gonna do is probably just go to sleep. Pretty much. And then wake up later. But it's like, it really, like I said, I'm just going to use the term, grinds my gears. <laughs> uh, like, it's, okay, so let me, I'm just going to end on that part for me with that. Like, I just want now, from here, like, even just saying from this podcast, I'm sorry, I'm hoping, like, in the future, that issue is not the, the broad or highlight of the world right now, of course, but it is something that has, you know, caused people to literally like you said spend the rest of their life in prison people of course die behind it of course we not as far as like the consumption but over legal issues and all that too or illegal issues but you know what i mean so it's like it's just a lot man i just wanted to bring we just trying to bring more awareness to it um of course people are advocates for it as well too um but yeah, you go ahead. I'm but yeah i just wanted to touch on one more thing yeah. um because um back to like the subject of like it being bad and different things like that i also would like to take away the stigma of stoners and people that smoke weed not knowing what they're talking about and being dumb because stoners are some some of the smartest people a girl that i graduated with literally smokes weed every day she came to school slept through all her classes and still got all A's and was like at the top of the class. <laughs> so you can't really say because you smoke weed, it kills your brain cells and this and that. It does over time, you know, get rid of certain brain cells. However, that can also be a good thing for somebody that may have cancer, yeah. for people that have other ailments. So it's like this whole thing about, oh, don't listen to them, they're just high. Like, we can actually make you generate your brain in different ways than you wouldn't have thought of before. So, there's a lot of things that people just need to research and think about. Even, like, I really wish I could educate my family on, you know, just give them a whole rundown of alcohol versus weed. I'm not saying alcohol is bad. Like, I partake in drinking. I turn up every now and then. It's nothing wrong with drinking, but I'm not an everyday drinker. If I drank every day, I wouldn't be able to function. Yeah. Sometimes if I don't smoke some days, I'm not able to function. Yeah. You know, I'm and not. then like, st- oh, the, another thing, still being able to get drug tested at a job with a medical card too. <laughs> like, what is the purpose? Like, everything is so regulated. How <laughs> you got a medical card so you can legally 
basically consume. But it says it doesn't protect you from being drug tested by an employer. <laughs> Stupid. That don't even make sense. <laughs> That's not making no sense at all. So, so you're yeah. telling me I can be on Xanax and go to work. And they won't drug test me for nothing like that. But people abuse drugs like Xanax, yeah. Percocet, hydrocodone, fentanyl, coke, all this other stuff. Could be high as a kite. <laughs> Not even care about But that. if I come to work smelling like a little bit of weed, it's going to be an issue. But you can come in um, smelling like a stinky ass cigarette and that's not a problem. Mm-hmm. Like cigarettes to me smell worse than weed. They do. Because some people may have other opinions, but. <laughs> I'm not saying weed is the best smelling thing, but it's like a plant. Like you can, like I, there's brands that actually have sativa and indica extracted stuff for a body and stuff. Like there's a lot of properties in weed and THC and CBD that actually help with the skin. It can help with eczema, different things like that. So it's not just something that you can smoke. It's just the plant in general that I feel like I would like people to be more educated about. Mm-hmm. I agree. I feel like like you said, just that's what's the whole thing about bringing awareness. Like, there's a lot more that can be said too. So, but with the whole thing about like being regulated again, I just we had to wait because we know our state is Commonwealth. So we are in the battle of getting it legalized here, which we will see how that go for this state after that. Because I do feel like it's going to expand the whole market. So it's probably going to see a lot more dispensaries. Hopefully, you know they get that going. So they take some of that pressure off of this state, but then there's gonna be a lot of angry people that got people, you know, behind bars and stuff for this too. That's what I've been always thinking about. Like, what's gonna happen when every state is? What are they gonna do then? You got people. Well, um, they when they decriminalize it, I think a lot of people that had certain charges and felonies actually got exonerated oh, from yeah. the charges. There was some but they involved. still have people sitting in prison for it. Yeah. That, but because it's gonna take so long. But I feel like that's easy. Like you can do everything else quickly if you yeah. want to. You can draw up some paperwork and look at somebody's case to let them out of prison for it. Like it's, it's not nothing. that serious. It's just not being done. That's the thing. That's actually still, something that, that that's um, the main thing that upholds the law, though. Right. That's what I'm gonna say. That's what upholds the law. People's fear of that. Like I think. Yeah. Um, People might not be a fan of her, just really quickly, but Kim Kardashian has actually got a lot of people out of prison for different things like that that don't belong in there because it's like, like she said, there's way worse things going on in the world than somebody being behind bars for something as small as a gram of weed. I say that because we watched that play thing, and wasn't there somebody on there that literally was locked up for, I think he had like a half a gram or a gram on him, mm-hmm. and they gave him like 20 years or something like that? Crazy. <laughs> a gram of weed. <laughs> if you're not familiar with like weed measurements, just look up what a gram of weed is. That's literally like one of them little nugs that you see people grind up. So he got 20 plus years for just one oh, nugget weed. Probably like that big. <laughs> Crazy. I was like, I'll be blown. My mind would be blown. I'll be in, in that in their mind blown. Man. <laughs> Whoa, man. I'm a... 
off for that one night. <laughs> that, that's a long. That's a long time. And ending on a really good note, we're gonna wrap it up, guys. A lot of great music comes from artists that oh, yeah. smoke weed too. Yeah. So we gonna already, you gotta say it. The, the original, you know, what I'm saying Snoop Dogg, man, of course. Icon. Definitely. One of the, in my opinion, one of the best rappers of all time. Yeah. People don't put him in that category, but yeah, but he definitely is, man. He's definitely one of the best though. Like he's just it's crazy because it's all they no, that's a different topic, but yeah. Definitely Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I was gonna go off there on that. So well, who else we got? Shoot, we can put Wiz in there. We got other people that advocate for it. Like you said, Janelle, here you go. I know you said she took the spiritual journey with it. Who else we got? Oh, Chi Jin Chong too. Rest in peace, young dog. Oh yeah, young dog, man. Rest in peace, dog, man. Yeah. But like Even people like Rihanna, she smokes she hella weed. Does. Yeah, she does. Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Too, Whoopi yeah. Goldberg. <laughs> like you would be oh, so Seth surprised. Rogan. Seth Rogan. You would be so <laughs> surprised. It just if you don't know a lot of the stuff, guys, just please look it up. Yeah. Because like <laughs> it would surprise you how many people actually do smoke. Yeah. And you we wouldn't even think it, but Beyonce? Yeah. I just learned recently she was a huge pothead. Mm. Who would have ever thought that Beyonce would be a pothead? <laughs> <laughs> not, not ever. Jay-Z smokes, so it makes oh, sense, know, but yeah. I'm like, damn. So yeah. it's like, are you going to look at these people differently now that you know that they smoke weed? No. I mean, I wouldn't. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but a lot of people do. Yeah. But what? You consume that? And the people make a lot of, like... The oh, Karens. Yeah, the awkward. Like, you can't get in. You smoke weed. You can't get in. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's a TikTok what? reference, guys. <laughs> No, yeah, I agree. I just feel like as soon as you say that's what you do, you looked at it a whole another person. But yeah, but yeah, this topic is very broad. I think that I would like to do a part two because there's a lot more that we can say. Even like I said, getting maybe a few guests on to give their opinions. Um, what do you guys think about the topic? Do you feel like it should be legalized all over? Do you criminalize? Do you did you grow up around a family that was you know advocates for it or opposite? Um, like just what your general thoughts on the subject in general? Um, did you have anything to add to that? No, I'm good. <laughs> well, yeah. So I really appreciate you guys listening. It's been a while since we did an episode. Definitely, if you haven't checked out our past couple episodes. The last episode was actually um, something different, a review of um, The Secrets of Dumbledore. So if you haven't checked that out, definitely give that a listen. And um, it's been very busy for us, so that's why we haven't been able to do every single week. But hopefully eventually when things settle down, um, we will definitely get back to that. Always um, follow us on Twitter. As always, follow us on Twitter at BOFS as well as IG. Um, Like I said, when things settle down and we're able to, you know, dedicate more of our time to um, Breath of Fresh Society, we definitely will be, you know, maybe doing live podcasts, maybe looking into a YouTube channel eventually, TikTok, different things like that. Um, But... 
I guess that's it for this episode, guys. Once again, this is Aja. This is Lamar. Thank you guys for tuning in. And this is BOFS. Bye, guys. Thank you.